0: This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The wife of Montana congressional candidate Ryan Zinke has designated a home in California as her primary residence for tax purposes, according to a new report from Politico. In an interview Friday with the Montana State News Bureau, Ryan Zinke said the residence is her legal primary residence, but that his legal residence is and has been in Montana. Lola Zinke has a long family history at that California property and currently operates a business there. A tax filing obtained by Politico shows that last August, Lola Zinke received a homeowner tax exemption for the home in Santa Barbara County. An exemption offers $7,000 of deductions on property value assessments with regulations stating that homes must have been the principal place of residence of the owner beginning at the calendar year. Political also reports that both Brian and Lola Zinke have listed the California home as their mailing address on various legal forms. Lola Zinke inherited the Santa Barbara property years ago, following the death of her mother. Ryan Zinke says his wife is the sole owner of the property, while the couple owns properties in Whitefish that have been in Ryan Zinke's family for years. The former Secretary of Interior also owns property as part of a family partnership in Whitefish. The issue of Ryan Zinke's residence in Montana has been controversial for years, with political opponents questioning how much time he spends in California compared to Whitefish. His main Republican opponent in Montana's new Western Congressional District, former state Senator Al Oshesky, says Ryan Zinke is a California resident. The city of Whitefish has decided to require animal-resistant trash containers within city limits. will change the way they are picked up and will charge more because of that change. There may be more changes coming in the future. The new contract between the city and Republic Services means customers will now have individual 95-gallon, bear-resistant containers picked up curbside, and will see the garbage rate increase by just under $6 a month. The increase will come to about $72. The City Council approved the contract with Republic Services at its regular meeting on May 2nd. Back in March, Council members discussed the possibility of a mandatory bear-resistant container program for all residential garbage services. The matter was then put on the agenda for May 2nd, and the City signed an amended agreement with Republic Services. The transition to the new containers is expected to be completed by the end of August in time for bear activity in the fall. According to the staff report, the amended contract with Republic Services will increase the cost to the city by about $282,500 for the 3,949 residential accounts. The city needs to pass the increase on to residents' hence the increase of garbage rates. Chad Bauer from Republic Services spoke at the council meeting and gently urged the council to move quickly on the current rate for new containers are likely to go up in price in the near future. Individuals are not responsible for buying the bear-resistant containers. The contract says Republic Services will provide all residential locations with a single 95-gallon bear-resistant container to be serviced at the curb. While residents will not be required to keep the new bear-resistant containers in a garage, they do need to pull them away from the right-of-way on the day of service. According to a staff report, Customers will need to roll the containers to the curb on pickup day rather than use the alleyways due to logistics and limitations in the alleys. During public comment, bear specialist Eric Weenham of Montana Fish, Wildlife and Parks, made by a citizen who had said there were only 19 bear human incidents last year. Wienem said there were actually 19 different bears identified in Whitefish, and there were multiple hundreds of incidents last year. Quote, four days ago, we had a radio collared grizzly bear walk down Fifth Avenue. So this is the real deal, Wienem said. He continued, we've talked with city attorneys at length about liabilities. And when you look at some of the settlements that have happened throughout the country, which were over 17 million dollars, I think $5 a month is well spent. Public Works Director Craig Workman said the city may need to consider making alternate side parking standards year-round to accommodate the individual containers in the city's right-of-way. According to City Manager Dana Smith, the city is waiting on confirmation from Republic Services about when the containers will be delivered from the manufacturer. The city will then make a plan for changing out the containers. Flathead County's largest school district, Kalispell Public Schools, is formally requesting that the county handle its elections in 2023. In Montana, school district clerks oversee the election process. However, Montana Code annotated its 2024-17 Let's school boards issue a resolution asking the county election administrator to run elections. Denise Williams, Kalispell Public School clerk and business director, told the school board meeting, It's been an ongoing wish that the school districts in Flathead County would have the county election administrator conduct the school election. The main reasons is that's what they do. They are county election offices and they have individuals which specialize in elections. The school board resolution specifies mail in ballots. Access to county equipment would automate the process. There are just under 41,000 registered voters in the school district. That's just under 61% of Flathead County registered voters. There are 66,775 of those voters. The Columbia Falls School District Board of Trustees has approved a similar resolution, according to Dustin Zufalato, the district clerk and business manager. He says he's made informal requests for the county's assistance for the past 15 years. State lawmakers on Friday again called for urgent reforms at Montana's Adult Psychiatric Hospital in Warm Springs. While some of the members serving on the Montana Legislature's Children, Families, Health, and Human Services Interim Committee pushed for rapid action in an effort to stabilize the hospital, Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services Director Adam Meyer wants to continue his calculated approach to remedying issues at the hospital. Quote, step one is understanding how to fix the problem, Meyer said. He continued, we have to work within our budget and we have to understand that this is a multifaceted issue. Representative Ed Straffman, the Democrat from Bozeman, who chairs the committee, which is made up of five Democrats and five Republicans, expressed frustration Friday with the department's vague timeline for the immediate solution to problems. Quote, I think I speak for most of this committee in that people actually died as a result of inadequate patient safety. Strassman continued, I appreciate all the efforts of the studies and the long-term approach and, but that's needed, but I'm also concerned about patient safety today and tomorrow. Meyer said he could not commit to a timeline for providing different living arrangements for patients, partially because of the difficulty of discharging patients to local facilities that can effectively care for them. Quote, we have to create places for them to go and absent putting them on the street, I share your concern. The committee is considering a bill draft that would transfer state hospital residents with dementia to community placements. If backed up by the majority of the interim committee, the bill would be introduced in the upcoming legislative session. The committee is scheduled to meet again late in June. This next story contains some elements that some may consider disturbing. A man who sought to escape the cold in a cardboard recycling bin in Helena was killed after the container was picked up by a garbage truck. That's according to the Helena police. The man's body was found in a collection of recycled cardboard by an employee of Pacific Steel and Recycling in Helena late Thursday morning, officials said. The victim was 24-year-old Jacob Daniel Garza of Utah, That's according to Lewis and Clark County Sheriff, Leo Dutton. Dutton did not know Garza's hometown. Investigators think Garza, quote, climbed into a recycling bin to stay warm sometime during the early morning hours of Thursday. Helena police said in a statement, the driver of the garbage truck was unaware Garza was in the recycling bin. Garza died of multiple blunt force trauma, Dutton said. foul play is not suspected. This past winter was the busiest ever for skiing in America, with an all-time high of 61 million skiers. The resort industry has said for years the amount of snow in a season is the primary factor in determining the success of a season, but this year was an exception. The National Ski Areas Association announced the new high mark during its annual conference in Nashville on Friday. NSAA spokeswoman Adrienne Saya Isaac said a major factor in the national record was the nearly 100 ski areas in six Rocky Mountain states that saw a 25.2 million visit number, a 12% bump over the past season. Vail Resorts, the largest operator in North America, reported in late April that visits to its U.S. and Canadian ski areas were up 12.5% from the 2021 season a year ago. While U.S. home sales, the price of them, has skyrocketed recently during the COVID-19 pandemic, hitting a 15-year high of $6.1 million in 2021, renters have not been spared as housing has become one of the key drivers of surging U.S. inflation. According to the Economic Policy Institute, A nonprofit think tank, a family of four, two adults, and two children, can expect to pay an estimated $15,031 for housing this year. Of the three metro areas in Montana, Great Falls has the lowest housing costs. According to the EPI's Family Budget Calculator, a modest two bedroom rental in the metro area will cost. Will cost $9,696, including utilities. For context, the statewide average cost of a comparable apartment is estimated at $10,972. Just as rents in Great Falls are lower than the statewide average, so too are home values. According to the five year estimates from the U.S. Census Bureau's American Community Survey, the typical home in the metro area of Great Falls is worth just over $184,000, compared to the median home value across the state of just under $245,000. If you need to hear this report again, please check our podcast on the Treasure State Radio or KGRTDB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. We also post our stories on Facebook. Made in Montana news is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King West Radio in Millings, ResCast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation, PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation, and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.